Warning, every episode of the Magic Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the shows discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on guys? Welcome to the Magic Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 39. This week, we, me, and you are joined by the boys, Mike and Juan, to discuss the most highbrow of entertainment on the internet today, the show Aeon Flux. Very highbrow. So highbrow. But before, I mean, it's four smart for me. It's fucking (laughs) two times too smart for me. (laughs) But before we get into talking to that. We're just going to go off on a tangent. But before we go off on a tangent, if you want to get a hold of our podcast, you can get us on all your favorite, I'm hoping favorite, uh, you know, podcasting services from Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud kind of gets updated. Or, you know, you can get on Anchor where I recently activated the little donate button. If you want, you know, I'm not asking you to, but I'll get on my knees if you really want. And I'll mm-hmm. beg. Because uh, it'd be nice to, you know, be able to pay for the the website a little bit, which you can reach by going to mbt.moe and find whatever we have watched or haven't watched. Uh, you, there's a little list there of what we want to watch and, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, enough about us. Let's listen to whatever Mike and Juan have been up to. What have you guys been doing? Uh, me personally, not much. Just uh, adjusting. Oh yeah, to, you uh, you have a new life now. You changed your name. You got a new job. Lost a lost pound. a bit of pounds. <laughs> lost a few, lost a bit of weight. Cut your hair. Grew a beard. I I actually did grow a beard, but I have not cut my hair yet. I need to, especially since my coworkers think I'm in my thirties. Um, I don't know if I said this before, but um, I grade really early, as in like when I was in like my early teens, I like started your, uh, having like white hairs. Like your skin and, tone? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I became an alien. And uh, <laughs> anyway, no, like my, my hair, it, it became white. Like, you know, um, it started off just a few hairs here and there, and then it just mm-hmm. got progressively worse. But for some reason, for the last couple of years, it's kind of like the, 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 the amount of... Uh, the amount of white hair is like increased like dramatically and so uh yeah like my hair is like half white now and um like my coworkers seem to have thought that i was like in my late 30s <laughs> uh yeah because I, I forgot how the subject started but she was like asking me about i forgot what but it was just small chat and then she was like um so do you have any kids and i was like no not really and she's like well can i ask why and i was like <laughs> and ask why it's so weird that someone in their 20s doesn't doesn't have kids and she goes no way and i was like what no way and she's like uh are you she's like are you really in your 20s i was like yes she's like no you're fucking with me i was like no i'm i'm like 25 what the fuck and she goes everybody else that works here thought you were like 
in your like mid to late 30s i was like jesus she's like because i saw the gray hair and and then you know she's like and you're really quiet and you don't talk to anybody and like i guess not talking equates to being 30 not talking and having half white hair makes you 30 something years old and i think and, i've been 30 uh, so since i was, I was like, 17 yeah. <laughs> yeah and so i was like yeah all right whatever and yeah, so I'm gonna cut my hair just a little bit. It's not really gonna help because, uh, yeah, the top of my head is uh, it's it's I, like I'm pretty sure within the next couple of years it's gonna be full white. It's gonna oh, look boy. like you know like an anime character, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, look, that guy dyed his hair. What a what what a gay." <laughs> He's so into um, himself. <laughs> look at him with his yeah, leather yeah. jacket and he his full-grown so cool. beard. He thinks he's so cool. <laughs> Why isn't his beard white, huh? <laughs> it's actually weird that like uh most of my facial hair hasn't like i have some white but not very many and it's mostly just my my like actual hair you but, and my uh, dad have the same hair you can be I my dad know. mike i can i can be your father yeah Daddy. i'm your i'm your uh i'm your father i'm your father displaced from another time period oh boy that uh that started a new life and uh got fat uh did you find <laughs> a little boy in the cave is that how you got here <laughs> Yes. Where are we starting a TED talk or something? I mean, in yes. a bit. The TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> the TED talk will start in a bit. We'll, start in a bit. we'll, we'll go into the philosophy of Aeon Flux. Oh yeah, those uh, you know Buddhist quotes that they just put those in there. Thought-provoking <laughs> episodes. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. What about you, Juan? <laughs> Have you been mistaken um, for a thirty-year-old man? Uh, since I was fifteen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing new there, but I, mean, uh, I did go to Del Rio this weekend. Yeah, we hung out. Juan uh, basically did my cosplay for me because yeah. uh, we had the same idea, but Juan was like, all right, Nuni, let me tell you why you're stupid. And then he smacked me in the <laughs> face. <laughs> and he was like, you're stupid because you're doing it wrong. And he showed me how it's done. And I was like, all right, cool. That's if I had trouble with math. Yeah. the radius uh we we had to it turns out math helps for you know stuff for math is something you use throughout your life your math history was uh was right however you will probably not be using you it know, for the intended calculus. purposes mm-hmm. yeah so when your teacher says that you will be using math in your life listen to her because you too might do a cosplay Exactly. You'll need to learn the the angles and the degrees and sure volume. <laughs> and whenever they tell you you can't use a calculator in real life, you can tell them we're not living in fucking 1999 anymore, teacher. <laughs> and you, you'll tell them to go to go suck it because yeah. everybody uses a calculator. Yeah, you can be like fucking Triple H and Shawn Michaels and just give them a few crotch chops and be like, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Nuni's uh, wrestling insert yeah, for that, the day. For the for the week, at least. I mean, Juan was subjected f- to a little bit of wrestling when he showed up also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loved it. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was a free cosplay, and I was like, what is going on? Why, why is he just punching each other? Well, that guy is winning. Oh, no, he, he's not winning anymore. Nuni, is this wrestling? Does wrestling involve uh, taking off the mat of a ring and slamming him on two by fours for, <laughs> for some reason? Where isn't there supposed to be a referee here? 
Why are they just doing whatever they want? Is this wrestling? Why are they throwing shop. that unconscious guy? <laughs> I, uh, I went to a thrift shop and um, I found this like wrestling toy. And uh, it was like a role playing toy. And it was, um, I can't remember the name of the thing because I'm not too keen on wrestling. But it's that uh, that thing where they got to climb the ladder to get the, the uh, Like the a hell out of self. Oh, the, uh, the money in the bank thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they had the actual suitcase, like the the thing, oh boy, and the you could like fill suitcase. it with stuff. Yeah, like it, it wasn't little. It was supposed to be full size, and uh-huh. like yeah, like it had like a, a rope thing that you could use to like tie it up to the ceiling and shit. And I was just like, <laughs> that's. I was like, why would they make this? People buy it, Mike. But why? Grown men buy it. Grown men are buying. This. Yeah, because yeah. I saw it there. I was like, nobody would like this, but <laughs> then it was like thirty dollars, and I was like, I'm fuck that. <laughs> I, was, kinda, I don't know about buying a kind of fucking high class thrift shop. What are you in? <laughs> Thirty dollars. The thrift shop, like it, it was mostly like selling furniture and like all this other like shit that I'm assuming came from other stores and they just stuck it in there. But like um, the the front of it, like uh, the front of the thrift shop, it uh, it was like an inflatable minion, and it was wearing a Santa hat. So like, I it had I to- see why you went in there, Mike. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was driving around with my mother, and she's like, let's go there. And I was like, I don't want to go into a fucking shop that has a minion on it. And then we went in, and they're like, it was like three dudes, so I'm pretty sure were high out of their minds. And they're just like, oh, welcome to the shop. And like, they're just sitting on the like on the recliners that they were selling and like they're just sitting there like all three of them like they they welcomed us as they were re- relaxing in in the recliners they weren't even at the register they're just like hey how's it going they're like uh, the rugs are discounted and then they just left <laughs> us alone <laughs> did you ask them how much they wanted for the minion i don't think they were selling it. oh that sucks <laughs> it's the mascot <laughs> it's the mascot of the place so you know you have quality when you see when you walk in and you see a Three stoners uh, on recliners. Three stoners on a recliner, and the outside is uh, the mascot is a minion with a Santa hat <laughs> in the middle of a uh, summer. It's quality. High quality. High class. High class. So how's your cosplay been coming along, Tom? Well, I mean, you're, uh, you're man, you're man, uh, you're man dress. I'm man dress, but it's not for me, so... Um, I gave it to my sister because it was for my sister. She wore it, and it fit her. So that's great. And, and I, uh, the end. I'm so sad Excellent. that you never sent us pictures of you wearing a dress. I'm not, <laughs> not going <laughs> to. Imagine, we, we, you know that drawing that I did a while back for Mark, uh, on Mark's uh, congratulations on getting married card? Oh, yeah. I remember. So think of, think of that. Uh-huh. A big... Think of that, but with my face in it. Oh, a big buff man in a wedding dress, but with well, your face on. Well, I would on. say buff, but yeah, just a big man in a wedding dress. <laughs> a strapless. Wow. Oh, wow. The strapless, not strap on. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's not uh, delay this any further. And so I am delaying this just a little bit further, just to say that this episode's going to have a little bit less editing than the usual ones do um there will be a bit more tangents than usual typically i tend to cut out a decent chunk of what is unnecessary babble and just kind of edit everything together so that it's a coherent piece or you know more coherent than it would be 
But now you get to see how the sausage is made because of uh, some reasons and I can't spend as much time as I'd like to edit. So here's this. So Aeon Flux show came out technically in 1991. Uh, it was started, I mean, I got to say, like a little bit after we watched the show, Gabriel, we were watching it at Gabriel's place and he looked up a few like... Uh, reviews on it and they all started out exactly like i'm gonna start this fucking section of the podcast aeon flux was released in 1991 in uh what was it called in liquid television yeah but what's what's the word for not uh you know experimental no when there's like a bunch (laughs) of things in this in like a show like oh. a bunch of shorts and uh, an anthology. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was that block that showed like different shit on there. Yeah, it was an it came out in an anthology block named Liquid Television that premiered on MTV. You know what the weirdest thing about Liquid Television is? It All of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Liquid Television was so fucking strange, but for some reason, the thing I remember most prominently is the day that they aired that animatic of uh, the Lincoln Park music video. Uh, um, that might yeah. have been in uh, Cartoon Sushi. Was it Cartoon Sushi? Because MTV. Um, because after after nine, after 1995, uh, Liquid Television basically turned into Cartoon Sushi. Mm. Yeah, and I think Lincoln Park was uh, popular like after 1995. I really feel like they should do more of that. Like I feel like that kind of like that style, of, like weirdness, general weirdness, like is something Adult Swim is missing. Yeah, like, I mean, like you they, know, they, they get there on occasion with their like weird, like you know, little stunts and stuff. But I feel like they could do with just always doing that because, like, I I always enjoyed that about Adult Swim initially how how different it was was. i mean but when you get when they started getting so different that it became fucking uh 12 ounce mouse and xavier the okay 12 ounce mouse i will always despise i believe i have talked about why (laughs) assy mcgee i fucking hate 12 ounce mouse i will admit there were some assy mcgee episodes that i did enjoy i thought they were funny overall though the concept was fucking i don't like tim and eric great job however a lot of people do i didn't Mm. like it I just didn't like it. Gabriel hates Eric Andre. I like it. I love Eric <laughs> Andre. Um, I also did not like Tom Goes to the Mayor. However, there were sure. some there were some there were like gags that were like kind of funny, but for the most part, it wasn't something I liked. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, cart- nah, Cartoon Network and Adult Swim still missing. It, it should have its own type of liquid television thing, which it really you know, should. I mean, it could do with taking in like skits of, or not skits, but like like mini episodes or like submissions from like other people, like of their animatics and stuff. Like I, I feel like they could, they could do with with you know having that. I say that now, but um, I actually bought the DVDs of Aeon Flux a while ago, and since we were doing this episode, I decided to take them out. And in the extras DVD. There is an episode of Liquid Television, and I gotta mm-hmm. say, the amount of fucking trash in that. Jesus <laughs> Christ! This is like the the precursor to what to, adults. Yeah, basically, late night adults. Late night yeah. fucking drug and shit. 
references. Uh, what, what was the God. the too many cooks was an interesting. Story. Too many cooks was the pinnacle of Adult Swim I entertainment. I like when they made it. I was like, damn. But then at the same time, you have to remember that Adult Swim is also the same people that uh that for some reason really fucking hates uh the the creator of uh, Metalocalypse. Uh, Brendan Small. Yeah. yeah, they hate Brendan Smalls. I wanted to say that, but I was like, is that his actual name or is that the person from Home Movies? It is, Home it movies is the is same great, person. Though. It's the same person, but I didn't know if like that was his <laughs> name because a... I knew his name was Brendan. But yeah. 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 But like, yeah, like they, they fucked him over pretty badly. And then they did that whole stunt with them, uh, with them uh, airing like all of the uh, fact submissions of uh, people saying they wanted Metal- Metalocalypse back and like, you could see it like it was being live streamed and then like it was showing all of the faxes immediately going into the trash. trash. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, and then they were also the same people who were like, fuck anime. And then their ratings plummeted because they took it out and they're like, Oh, well no, we love anime. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Look at all this (laughs) anime we have now. Look fucking, uh, Steve Blum is back. (laughs) Yeah. So they, they, uh, they backpedaled pretty hard. Yeah. But back to this, yeah, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't hear too many great things. But you know, who am I? I'm just a man. Mm. I'm not yeah. a god like Aeon fluxes. Peter Chen, fucking Peter Chen. So the creator of this was Peter Chen. I I accidentally wrote Chenga. Peter Chenga but Peter Chen basically conceived of this after working on the pilot for the for Rugrats yeah yeah he was an animator and and uh character designer and an illustrator for uh, Rugrats and essentially he was just like man I've just felt so constrained and limited I need some kind of release and I mean the (laughs) amount of tension that that man was holding in is fully displayed so much he, he liked Plus. to say that he was frustrated so much in that interview yeah we we just juan and i well mostly because of gabriel because yeah so let's so let's let's point something out gabe is the resident uh danger boy gabe is a resident danger boy um <laughs> he loves this show with all his heart and um if you ever see him on the street just Tell him, are you ready for the action now? Ready for the action now, danger yeah, boy. Tell him. Say, ready if I'm ready for you, danger <laughs> boy. And then you will have to respond with, ready if I want it now, danger <laughs> boy. <laughs> you see, Mike wasn't there, but he's heard me and Juan talk enough that he, he gets it. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Gabe fucking hates the show. He wishes it didn't <laughs> exist. He does so much. He, he hates so it so much that he he had to know like what other people thought and like why, <laughs> because he because like a few of us we've heard. I mean, I never really heard anything about the show, but I know that people liked it, and I can't say that I hate it, um, mm. but I can't say that it's good. I can't right. say I'm glad I watched it. I feel like I was watching like some people were trying to do like some Looney Tunes shit and it just like they're like but what if Looney Tunes was adults and and so they did this and I I will say outright I mean you know the 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 uh 
what is it the the the, the musical director yeah um he he's done good work like i'll be like yeah you know you're really you're really good at what you do but don't ever put this kind of fucking music in a show like this ever again because <laughs> that was some ding. of the most jarring <laughs> shit to hear like especially you the know, pilot holy shit you know what yeah. it reminded me of it reminded me of of uh walt thornberry's the music I don't even remember, but it was so fucking strange. Like, <laughs> like, like when she's walking around, and then like, it, like I, I, I don't know how to explain. Like, she's like fighting like legions of people with guns and shit, and then it's just playing this like weird upbeat music, like it's supposed to be like on some kid show and shit. And I understand <laughs> it's liquid television, so like these people were blazed out of their minds watching this, so they must have been like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" But watching this completely sober, I was like, "This really." <laughs> takes me out of like what the fuck is going and then like the the odd focus on on like certain aspects of like what the characters were doing was so fucking strange like like the the sexuality it was so weird and off-putting and the weird thing is that some people found it actually like like hot and stuff they're like oh yeah this is a, a super sexy stylistic cartoon and i'm like really i didn't stylistic yes sexy no no i mean (laughs) no i'm um i don't find it sexy but i'm attracted to like the 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 gross the foot fetishism (laughs) the gross nature so much foot fetishism of this show i mean so much fetishism in general yeah but i i really like it like like it fits in it fits in it's just it's so fucking weird (laughs) remember peter chen is frustrated peter chen is frustrated you could tell he is I mean, you said he did the thing for Rugrats, which ties hand in hand with that lost Rugrats, um, oh, Rugrats yeah. animatic thing that I showed you guys a while back. So, I mean, you could tell all the people that worked on Rugrats were some pretty sick fucks. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just that's just a bit. Have you seen it, Nuni? Have I shown you? I don't think you've shown me, but you so should the show gist me of things, Yeah, the, the gist of it is that um, the... Uh, like all of the animators and shit and the the writers and storyboarders they were bored one day and so they were passing around um like, like the storyboard sheets they were back then they were usually like it's a bunch of squares and then you draw it in like what you're gonna do uh-huh. so one dude started it off and uh, i believe it was the lead uh writer or the lead um storyboarder he started it off and uh then like he passed it around to the other people around the office and shit and um, then they ended up uh, getting caught by uh, one of the produ- one of the directors for Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. and uh, he was so appalled by what they did that he had he made he tried to make sure that they like got rid of like all of the uh, all <laughs> the things and like only a few pages survived, but there was apparently like a whole episode's worth of it. <laughs> and um, the essentially what happens in this animatic was that um, uh, Uncle Stu. Uh, he comes home drunk, and uh, he... I don't know how to explain it. Tommy's uh, he's poisoned by uh, mothballs, <laughs> and uh, he, w- which Stu forced him to drink. And then um, Angelica gets fucked by Stu. Perfect. Yes, and no. she's like a frothing at the mouth crazy little girl it was really weird and like the, the the whole dialogue and everything is really fucking strange oh yeah and Stu gets punched uh dd punches uh Stu punches dd yeah Stu punches dd and he calls himself thundercock or something i'm trying to remember so you're saying but, yeah that i should look for this for one of uh mark and i's little things that we still haven't done but we'll eventually keep doing 
What, what, what is it? Uh, just a thing. Don't worry about it. It's uh, Mark and I are just watching just obscure bullshit, basically. I have a it's, whole list. Uh, let me let me find it for you. All right. Uh, <laughs> let me let me just find you a thing. You're gonna look really for the. Quick. You're gonna look for the I mean, animatic for me, Danger Boy. <laughs> ready for you, ready now, Danger Boy. <laughs> let right. me just find you one of the uh, one of the storyboard things so you can get an idea of uh, what we're discussing. All right, but <laughs> to get back on to get back on the thing, essentially, oh, just getting drinkies. Who sent me a message? What? Huh? Well, it's in the podcast oh, okay. So to get back <laughs> on this, uh, so this thing technically has three seasons. Uh, I mean, the first season they call the pilot, and then the second season is shorts. The six, it's a like series six of shorts. shorts, and then the but third. The gag season, is that she dies at the end of every episode. She's so incompetent. She's so She's incompetent. Extremely incompetent. <laughs> and I, I got to say, I really like the shorts a lot more than I like the I series. <laughs> it it seems like, I mean, originally A.M. Flux wasn't even, like Aeon herself wasn't even supposed to be a part of the actual show, according to the creator. But MTV was like, this character is so popular, you have to put her in the show. So they were <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and I can't imagine what the stand-in would have, what kind of like, fetishist stand-in they would have had if Aeon weren't in the show. Oh, God. Would have been, like, just just blatant BDSM. <laughs> I, I think it's like, putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah, is it I, this? I, I, think you, I think you missed more, a few episodes. Even more. Even more BDSM. The, I don't know, like, Trevor was such a weird kid. I, like, I, I didn't, like, it took me, like, so... I had to really like focus on what the fuck was happening, especially in season three. Cause like the others were like animatics, no real talking and shit. And then all of a sudden it's like 30 minute episodes. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what? calm the fuck down. And yeah, like suddenly everyone had goals and there was shit going on. And Trevor was like this guy that <laughs> this was like trying to further this fucking philosopher, um, philanthropist man trying to make everybody happy, but in not good ways. But Aeon, yeah, he. I mean, he's well, fucked her. He fucked her a few times. He fucked her a few times. times, but really obsessed with her. Really obsessed. I mean, they're the fucking. You could cut the sexual tension with your fingers. You don't need a knife. <laughs> it's just it's because it's a physical manifestation, and it's just a big ass dick. <laughs> but Whoa. no, yeah. But yeah, this show. Uh, fuck! I'm looking at the I'm looking at the cart. I'm looking at the Rugrats uh Klasky Supo and thing that you sent, and I'll make sure to link yeah. this for for people to see because I'm <laughs> I'm sure they love. Be Rug- sure to be sure to look up the rest of the lot of the pages that were that were found found because uh they're equally as entertaining. Perfect. I'll do that. But and you too, you at home too can look for these animatics in the description below. Learn that everybody on the inside is a degenerate. Yeah, why? Why you saw a few? We saw a few interviews with the creators of the show, and I mean, oh God. I, not not <laughs> Peter Chunk. Peter Chunk specifically is fine. Yeah. Uh, and you know the other guy that was interviewed was fine, but some of the writers 
Or fucking blazed, I'm sure. One of the writers was like coked out. He was rapping. He just went on a tirade. I mean. But those are the best creators. Those are the best creators. And at one point during some of the commentary that I had listened to, basically, um, Peter Chang, Peter Chang, Peter Chang, Peter Chang, said that they hired these people like they they started off um the first episode was actually supposed to be the the deity episode i forgot what the demiurge yeah the demiurge episode that was supposed to be the original episode which i feel makes sense because that seemed like i i thought it was weird watching it and feeling like this is this is basically establishing um, the relationship between Aeon and uh, what's his face, Good Child, once again, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, Trevor once again. But knowing now, knowing that it's supposed to be the first episode, I was like, ah, oh, well, I mean, this makes a lot more sense. It felt, if, the, it felt the most cohesive. Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt like and like and and also that episode, uh, just the way that the the demiurge and all the godlikes like deities were portrayed because of that style i felt like it would have eased me in into yeah the, into the show. everything yeah, yeah instead of just dropping you in there and it's like pretty and yeah like i said it was a very jarring experience when i started this shit i was just like what the fuck is happening i haven't i haven't drinking anything i'm just getting started <laughs> and yeah, essentially, MTV told them that they that they didn't like the idea of this being of that being the first episode, which kind of sucks. But you know, I mean, they they're paying for it, so sure. Yeah. And so they made you know the actual first episode, which uh, I forget. Maybe what it's it was. because they felt like the tone would have been too serious. Maybe I, I don't really. I mean, technically, really most of the show is. I, I mean, this show is basically a drama, like a sci-fi drama. Yeah. And uh, I don't see I I don't see what what's different I, I, about that episode than I mean I guess because it involves a god and it was nineteen ninety yeah like I I feel like I feel like maybe the reasoning was just that like it, they felt like it would have um it would have uh, I don't know if alienated is the right word but like like if that had been like the entry to the thing that people kind of, some people might have been like ah oh, you know whatever it's yeah. going to be one of those like overly philosophical things but little did they know <laughs> little did they know it still was a philosophical <laughs> thing anyway so um the the demiurge episode reminds me of um some other shows that have done very similar plots and it makes me wonder if like they just like taken from Ran flux or like if they've like they like derived it from cuz like it, it's a very similar plot to to me nowadays but like i'm pretty sure back then unless it had been done prior with the whole you know with the whole god and uh yeah. nobody wanted them and then you know they could have uh, they could have fixed everything yeah it reminds me of that movie that came out a few years ago with johnny depp um fuck what was it called pirates Basically, of the caribbean johnny depp, yes <laughs> pirates of the caribbean johnny depp could have saved everyone but no it was um Transcended. That was the movie. So Johnny Depp mm. basically um, dies, and he gets his uh, his mind uploaded, and it becomes an AI and stuff. And uh, he starts like you know evolving and getting better and connecting to the internet and doing all this crazy shit. And um, then uh, what's the name of that one actor with the voice? 
the Morgan Freeman. Earth. Morgan Freeman, yes. Morgan Freeman shows up and he's like, I don't like technology. And they form a resistance against him. And uh, then at the end of the movie, I'm sorry, spoilers alert. Um, they're like, we've defeated the evil techno god. And then he does like a flashback thing with the uh, with girl that killed him, which was his wife. And uh, he's just like, you know, we were going to do all this shit. And he gives her like a like a fucking tour of like all the shit they had planned. He's like, I was going to fix cancer and all the plants were going to come back. Everyone was going to be happy and stuff. And she was like, but you're not really you. And then it turned out he really was him. And then uh, Morgan Freeman's like, we did it, everybody. We mm. fuck the earth. And that was the end of the movie. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what Aeon's doing. That's right? basically Aeon. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. when I saw this. I was like, huh, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. I mean, she's supposed to be a hero, but I mean, is she really? Is she? Uh, she's an I don't, anarchist. I don't feel like she's ever like a hero. I mean, like, she's I mean, never, I guess, she was never portrayed as a hero. I guess the Looney yeah. Tunes music makes it seem like she's the protagonist. Cause, like even in the shorts, know, it's got like that triumphant song. Yeah, I mean, she's just a she's just a main character, I guess. But I, yeah. you know, they're basically playing uh basically playing with the idea of them being of uh the main character being a hero but you know she's obviously doing things that aren't really considered heroic, heroic. yeah she's just literally and figuratively fucking with people mm-hmm. and the second she meets my one favorite of them, short is uh is when she's uh when she walks into that base or whatever and she like falls down the, <laughs> the ladder like a fucking and idiot it's, like, rec- and then it's recording it <laughs> And then she's like, shit. And then, like, she's, like, looking around later, and she, she sees the recording of herself. And it's of her, like, at the exact moment where she fell. And she's like, oh. And I was like, yeah, you should be ashamed. You could have slipped down the stairs. And it was stupid, too, because she was, like, about to, like, Yeah, she could have just walked down the ladder. Yeah. She she could have walked down, but she, like, stopped. And, she, like, she put her leg back. And I don't know what the fuck she was doing. She just, like, jumped up, and then she just fell on the ground. I mean, her... All of her fuck ups have been like really stupid. Like the the in the first the, the pilot where she steps on the nail and she slips and falls at the pivotal <laughs> moment. I was like Jesus Christ. Uh. Or how about when she's um in the other short where they have that guy uh um her and the the girl they have that guy. Oh, uh, they have um, that guy handcuffed. They have basically yeah they, they have, have Trevor handcuffed. handcuffed. Yeah, they have Trevor handcuffed. And she's like coming back and forth in and out of the room because the keys fucked up or something. Or <laughs> because she, yeah, she can't right. figure out what what uh, yeah, door, what the door goes yeah. with what key. Yeah, and like she she doesn't get the panel thing until later, and then it turns out that girl was fucking was like it making out and a, licking a Trevor's agent, nipples, kinda. I guess. <laughs> and then she tries to shoot Aeon, and then she's like, "Oh, you don't got no bullets," and she still fucks up Aeon. <laughs> she just got and a gun thrown at her out on a chair. Yeah, she she gets she has like I forgot how it happened. I think she pushes her, and then Anne's head hits the little seat thing, and then she just dies. I was like, Are you fucking <laughs> and then and then as it turns out, the whole mission was to stop a fucking plug that was gonna sink the the thing they were on. I was like, oh my god, it's ridiculous, it's stupid, and it's yeah. great in short bursts. It was it was it was really entertaining, but it was still like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was very spy versus spy. Yeah. I, yes, they, actually. They actually, that's a very good comparison. Were you with me when we when we saw that interview where they said that they wanted to do like a spy versus spy thing for the shorts? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It definitely felt like it. But yeah, it, yeah. it was a uh, the shorts are pretty great. This the series, I don't know. There are times <laughs> 
when the series is pretty all right. Yeah, like the Demiurge. I really, I, I the love, movie. I love the designs though. Yeah, I mean the this the style of the show is just what really attracted it attracted me to it from my yeah. teenage years and onward. I just never had a chance to see it. Now, I mean, I'm glad I got to see it in a comedic sense, but uh, I I wished it was. Um, I would have been glad to see it in like a. Uh, I like the show because it's good sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I I like the sketches uh, because I already told Nuni this, but I like it because I don't know if you see the the GIF, Mike, but I because I, it's it's just not what it is. It's a sketch. It's sketchy, and me seeing like yeah, the like I, I like stuff, it. I like yeah. it. It's just but, it was so. So yeah. odd and grotesque. Well, I like and, it. And that, of, it had its own style. Like I like it because of the construction. Uh, like I can see how they drew it, and yeah. I can I can study it. I guess. And yeah, I get you. I, I've always liked that style. Like I mean, I fucking I really love the Animatrix for that kind of shit. Like I, I love that like rough. Oh, and, speaking of which, he also directed one of the the, one of the shorts uh, on yeah, the Animatrix. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was that one. No, right? it's not the one that you're thinking of. <laughs> It's actually one of the ones that sucks. I looked. At, I, Which one was it? Um, matriculated. Uh, I tried looking was it up. with the robot that he converts? I think so. Uh, I think. It's, it's, you know what? That's a short story. Yeah. No, I'm looking at the wrong one. Whatever. We'll look for it later. Uh, <laughs> but it's not the one that you're thinking of. Neither. It's, it's neither of the ones that you're thinking of. Wow. Because the first one that I was thinking of, was, I mean, the one that I was thinking of was the uh, the same one as you, the guy that was the runner that basically ran. Dude, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, but did no, he do that he, one? No, he didn't do that one. Okay, because I was going to say, I was like, the runner wasn't bad. No, the runner was great. Uh, the one that he did, you know what, let me let me stop this. Yeah, I mean, now looking at looking back at this segment, I can see that this is obviously by Peter Chung <laughs> because a, a lot of it, I mean, the fluidity of the, of the pilot and the shorts are so much better in there than the actual like 22 minute episodes, which I'm guessing is, you know, due to budgeting reasons, reasons. Mm-hmm. But man, I wish that the entire show looked like the, uh, like, like the pilot. Like the pilot? Yeah, just added those extra frames of animation that they could have used just so, you know, to get that fluid style that I could have sworn that Aeon Flux looked, you know, super fluid when I was younger. I don't know, you know, maybe I was just like, maybe I just cut the shorts actually and when I was younger and not the actual series. I mean, I guess another thing is that like as kids, usually the cartoons we're exposed to aren't uh, of the best quality. Yeah. Because it's usually like low budget shit, like Yu-Gi-Oh and most of Dragon Ball and stuff like that. So like you see other styles, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. At least that's that's what I feel like happened. Yeah. And uh, forgot what I was gonna say. Another thing that I also kind of found weird was that. There wasn't. There was like barely any blood in the twenty-two minute episodes. Very little blood in comparison yeah, to the shorts and the pilot. <laughs> with the pool, so with the literal like oceans pool of blood. Of blood. <laughs> yeah. And Overall, though, the thing wasn't like very gory 
like you know overall yeah it wasn't gory it was just surreal yeah like going into it i expected it to be a much more gory experience and apparently the reason that they didn't want or they didn't put any blood was because mtv didn't want blood in the show and the only drop of blood, like one of the only drops of blood that they were allowed to show, was when uh, Aeon found that little kid in the cave and oh, yeah. dripped a little drip of blood from his forehead. That was it. Along yeah. with like one or two other parts. Which I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who they think that, who MTV thought their audience was, but. Um, <laughs> I guess they wanted it to because they're putting more money and they wanted to be able to like sell it to other uh other networks and stuff. Cuz this did air on the BBC and in like some Canadian networks from uh here and there. Got to got to think about uh yeah, got to got to think about the, making the, money. The long game. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that's my problem. I never think about making money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we'll probably never get big sponsors because we've said terrible things about big sponsors yeah fuck big sponsors until until they sponsor us and then they can fuck me and then i will change my tune and we will edit all of our episodes and remove said things about big sponsors (laughs) every single thing i'll censor every single thing nudie will censor me more than he already usually does (laughs) which is i'm assuming a lot less than initially because I know, I know, I was pretty bad to begin with. Uh, no filter. No filter. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I do recall you going saying that you had to, um, to edit I, like a lot in the initial episodes. It wasn't necessarily because of what you were saying. It was just how long it was going on, and I was like, "Oh God, this episode <laughs> is over two hours long." I remember that we we didn't have any gauge of like how we wanted to do that, so like we would just continue talking. I think like at one point it was like four episodes or four hours or something. Like I think that so. About, yeah, I don't even remember what. I I, <laughs> I the longest episode we have is like I think two hours and thirty minutes, and it was when we started, and I I didn't know how to like format the podcast, so I was just like, okay, so this happened in the show, and this happened in the show. And yeah. I just basically gave a summary of every single episode. Yeah, I'm glad we moved past that because that was really tedious. Yeah. Now, like episode one. Now we have to uh, try and re- I have to try and remember stuff from the top of my head because I didn't write down anything for this one. Mm-hmm. You gotta write stuff down, Nuni. Yeah. Gotta set an example. You see, I thought I did yesterday, but it looks like I already covered everything. But the, I thought it was also I thought it was kind of weird that I found this in walmart to begin with along with fucking what's that duck show one that you said when you i were... didn't say it. it was uh oh it was, it was gabe that said it was it gabe or Jose? Or was it Jose? i think it was Jose. maybe it was Jose. you remember that duck show mike which one um that adult duck show danger duck no uh i guess i'll look for it eventually but i bought that i saw Daria, which I bought. I saw this mm-hmm. and I bought it. And I saw that duck show and I bought it. And I was wondering why are why are there so many like MTV shows or I don't know if that duck show was MTV, but 
Why are, why are there so many empty? Like, what is Was Daria? Was Duckman? Duckman. Yes, I'm talking about Duckman. Duck that god-awful cartoon, Duckman. I yes. thought you were talking about Darkwing Duck. I was like, no. Darkwing Duck was good. <laughs> As, you know what else is a good duck show? Duck Dodgers. We should cover that sometime. Duck Dodgers Duck Dodgers was great. unironically one of the best, like, spin-off Looney Tune things I have ever seen. Martian Queen, best girl. Best Megadeth. Girl. Uh, fucking Dave Mustaine, best boy. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know, like Duck Dodgers was such a strange success. Like when it came out, I was like, this can't be good. And then I kept watching it, and I was like, damn. And when it came out, I wanted great. it to be good, but I didn't think it was, it was gonna be as good as it was. You know what I thought it was gonna be like? I thought it was gonna be like that extreme Looney Tunes, uh, uh, Looney Tunes extreme. Yeah, Looney Bro. Tunes Extreme when they oh my god, that was awful. Oh no, and I'm sorry. Like, I re- Looney Tunes Unleashed. Unleashed. Uh if if you've never heard of that, it's uh basically like um Kids WB was like, guys, we gotta make a hit. What do kids like? They love extreme and action. All right, well we'll take all of the nineties camp and uh, run it straight into the ground and we're gonna make all of the Looney Tunes properties edgy. Also, they're not the original Looney Tunes, they're the uh the ancestors of them in a post, uh, you know, in, in a futuristic uh, dystopian setting, and uh, we'll make the ending that their uh, their ancestors were fucking like conquerors and shit. I think they made the Tasmanian Devil a space pirate or some weird <laughs> shit, and like, hey, there's some weird end of the world thing going on in the final episodes or something, and the the Looney Tunes were living in some utopia thing. It was really strange. I revisited it um, uh, a year or two back with some other people, and I was like, "Man!" And you you realize that you loved it. I didn't. I I was like, <laughs> I I still don't actually know what to feel about it. Like, it's not hate <laughs> or like a love, but it's like, but it's not a tolerance either. It's like a it's like Taco Bell, where it's like not resentment. It's just so <laughs> strange. It's like it, it's hard to like put a, a like a grasp of my feelings towards it like uh like taco bell like i said um uh taco bell while i will outright admit is disgusting you take that back you filthy animal you will not see me turn it away if someone's like hey i brought taco bell i'll just eat it (laughs) i'm like i won't be like this is amazing or i'll be like this is disgusting but i'll still eat it and i'll finish it you'll be like this is taco bell is that what you're saying Yes, uh, Looney Tunes Extreme was a necessary evil. Well, Duckman, what? however, <laughs> for for the it, it's a lesson for uh, for those in, of the future. It's like don't do this. That you cannot mix. Uh, you can't just take something favorite, like a favorite uh, IP, and then smash it together with some other trend, and then expect a hit. And that serves as a very stark reminder of that. But uh, yeah, Duckman. Duckman should never have seen the light of day. It had so many guest stars that I feel like we're like blackmailed into doing their roles. <laughs> Don't worry, you Mike. You should give it a watch, one. It's uh, it's pretty insulting. Uh, Maybe I'll yeah. make sure I'll make, make sure to take the uh the full series box set to uh, send Japan, which I, mean, I already I'm have. Down, but I will be drinking. So I yeah. I, mean, I would rather actually drinking. what I was originally actually planning was taking. Um, my downloaded episodes of Oh Yeah Cartoons and Oh Shit and uh fucking cartoon uh what a cartoon and some episodes of Liquid Television and just playing them in the mornings. <laughs> when we fuck it, we should make like a a thing out of it. 
Yeah, I really want. We should to. invite people and be like, "Hey, want to watch this?" I'm gonna put a sign on the door and be just like, "Walk in, we're watching <laughs> fucking shit." We're watching garbage. We're, we're watching, watching 90s art house cartoons. <laughs> uh, just you wait until you rewatch fucking Kitchen Casanova, and you're like, "Oh, I remember this show." Oh no, I remember this show. That guy cuts <laughs> off his finger. And then at some point, Noonie's going to sneak in Angela Anaconda, and then oh, God. I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> that, show, like, that show genuinely scares me. Like, really? Like, like on a, yeah, like, like on a conceptual level. Like that show genuinely scares me. Like, I like the like show. The idea, the idea that it exists and that it is a thing and that you can view it, like all of it actually genuinely terrifies me. Like, I don't know why, but it, it like it's it, it probably, just triggers this primal it, fear in me. Yeah, it's probably because of the human. It's the in, uncanny valley of yeah, it. yeah. Like it genuinely triggers something in me. But like, who are I, those people? Who I don't know, but I don't ever want to meet Anaconda. Like, yes, I actually but... get scared of them. Like I don't know why. <laughs> like the feeling, it's just like this. It's like this tingling feeling in the back. Like I'm feeling it now. It's like in the back of my neck, and it's just fucking <laughs> it's weird. Just, like, it's a primal, primal, primal fear response. <laughs> yeah. Like you've seen them before and they've done things to you, Mike. <laughs> you've had dreams about them. Essentially. But yeah, that's, uh, let's, uh, we'll talk let's, about let's this later. Cause I have two, I have two folders of stuff that I want to show. Put that on your <laughs> list. Maybe. I'll make sure to put Angela Anaconda and, uh, Life with Loopy, which is. Please, uh, no. Uh, what? Fuck you. I love Life no. with Loopy. It has no. that same. Uh, it has that same yeah, disgusting. Exactly. It's so I fucking know, beautiful. I, that's why I know. No, fuck no. We're not watching that shit. <laughs> I will close my eyes. The, the original, like, the original animation for it was actually on Liquid Television as a short. I remember that. It's fucking great. I fucking You know what? It. I will watch, though. Prometheus and Bob. Yeah, that gets tiring after. Like, that gets tiring after enough episodes. I mean, a lot of oh yeah was pretty. And Kablam yeah. is pretty. Eh. Kablam was. But yeah. there, there are decent bits of fucking sneeze, sneeze and fondue. But oh Canada though. Oh Canada, that that block was essentially, uh, I forgot exactly what the like Canadian group animation group was part of it but it was like essentially shorts that aired from like the 70s on up and they were like let's just put this yeah. on the block fuck it honestly i had fond memories of old canada I only because we would watch it like at three in the morning and i I remember one episode where i had like a bird but it was all black like, like i don't know it's hard to describe it it's like all I remember is, is the screen was all black and the animation was like the lines were lighter than the black. Mm. And there was a bird involved and like it, it shifted and transformed and I thought it was pretty cool. And if you'd like, I could send you all of my list of anthology animation uh, blocks that I want to do fillers of. And you can be like, Nuni, what the fuck is Sunday Pants? And <laughs> Nuni, what the fuck is Color Classic? I remember. I mean, I'll, two give, heads. I'll give these things a watch, but some of them I will need to be intoxicated for to like sit. Or stoned. Through. Or stoned. Um, I could. I mean, I could. I could do that. <laughs> I could do it. So, yeah. I mean, I've been. Have you guys seen um like recently the the live action adaptation of um, of Aeon Flux? Racer? 
Oh no, Speed but Racer. I want to. I want to watch it. Okay, again. it was genuine. Like uh, it was widely like uh, hated when it came out. Was Looking it? at it, like I saw it about a few. I saw it about two months ago. I sat down and I was like, you know, I'm gonna give this a watch. That was one of the most thoroughly enjoyable movies I have seen in a very long time. Like it, it is genuinely everything you'd want in like an anime adaptation movie. Like the way they did everything, like the production, the colorful lights, like everything, and the way everyone acted, like they they did such a good job of like of uh, capturing like the feeling of like like you're watching an anime and stuff. And I was just like, I feel like the way the the way this is done and like it being hated is part of the reason why we got such awful things like uh yeah. like the ghost in the shell adaptation because people are like oh no people don't want it to be like an anime even though that's the fucking property nah we they want it to be something fucking stupid and so they go with that like yeah there there was a lot of i feel like in the early 2000s and even a little bit well into late early late there's been just unnecessary hate on some things that were actually genuinely pretty good yeah and that's why we can't have nice things it is genuinely why we cannot have nice things i'll just ska (laughs) i love ska but i'll make sure to give you a sign that says speed racer did nothing wrong and you can walk (laughs) around with it (laughs) make a shirt uh but yeah um the reason that i'm figuring that i saw like i was able to find that aeon flux dvd on the daria dvd was that because apparently their MTV is trying to reboot Aeon Flux as a live action series? Yeah, I saw an article Daria. about that. Yeah, since uh, Studio Ghibli is kind of doing the same thing uh, by releasing all their DVDs at Walmart, also as like some form of uh, kind of advertising and kind of like um, giving a little bit more access, since they're also releasing their. Um, movies in the U.S. slowly but surely now. Yeah, Just, uh, yeah like I've been seeing a lot more. Recording. I've been seeing like a lot more chatter about Studio Ghibli stuff now, so I guess that would be why. Because like I, I was wondering like what was up with that? Because like a lot of people are like more talking about like uh, Masaka and Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is everyone suddenly talking about it again? But I, I guess that would be the reason why because the DVDs and Blu-rays mm-hmm. are being shown everywhere now. Yeah, hey, it's not a bad thing. They also yeah, have like a bad a, thing. They also have like a little animation section at our local Walmart. And I was kind of disappointed by it. But uh There's, I I bought yeah. an American Tale. Uh they didn't have Five Goals West though, so that that's kind of a bummer. I don't know about this Walmart next to me because like they uh I don't know, it's weird. Like this is the first Walmart I've ever seen that like that actually runs out of things. Uh, it feels like it's like a local store just branded as Walmart. Cause like, I mean, it's a big store, but like uh, compared to like other Walmarts I've seen, it's smaller. And like I said, like they actually run out of shit, like pretty often, like, like food and stuff. Like you're like, Oh, let me go get some meat. Oh, we're out of beans. Like how the are fuck you are you sure out of beans? Like a neighborhood market? I'm sure it's like just poorly managed. It, it, it might be. I mean, it's, it feels like it's a neighborhood market because this is the only Walmart I've ever seen that has like like all of them have a bakery but this yeah. one they go out of their way to make like fresh shit every day because like uh they make like their own tortillas and like mm. other stuff like they have them there for you and they're like fresh and they're hot and like uh th- like that's the only one i've seen all over the city that does that mm. so yeah you know it has its ups and downs 
So yeah, we uh, I guess that ties in with us like uh, doing our whole like searching for for anime in odd places. I mean, I don't think Walmart's I wouldn't consider too Walmart very odd, but, odd, you, know. but you know. Um, there's a there's a um uh, an indoor um what are those things called flea market nearby me, and uh, there's also like an actual traders village um here in the area. So whenever you do want to come over, like. I don't know. Me and you should like go look around and stuff and see what we can find. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. So back to Animal well, Flux. So should we talk about the movie? And did you watch the movie? I I, I watched the movie, but I don't remember like much remember, of it at all. Remember how I told you that I did? But you know, I have very loud Mexican ants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I still don't get what the movie is. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. I don't remember. I like I think. I think the movie had something to do with the clone, with the clone issue that the See, series. That's had what I said too. Like I'm fairly positive I remember it having to do with clones, but I don't remember exactly what was going on in the movie that had to do with the clones. I just remember yeah. that was like an it, the. I think that was the center issue. Like I think that was like the center of the whole thing the about conflicts. like. Yeah, that like they're making clones of people, and everybody was becoming like disposable and stuff. Yeah. That's it. that's the review. That's 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 the, that's review, the review of the, uh, the of thing. This, of the live Animal action Flux series. With its, uh, of the yeah. I mean, I mean, can... I will say I'm pretty sure the movie didn't have uh, it didn't have uh, Looney Tunes music in the background. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they <laughs> used that. I can't, little... I can't say it didn't with with complete certainty because I didn't see it. I don't. I don't remember seeing it. But yeah. So, what do you think about Am Flux herself? She's I just a thing. It was, um, it, it, it's there. like it's the whole, it's the whole, you know, take it or leave it thing. It's just, yeah. it's just like there. Yeah, and like I mean, like I did like some of the scenes. It's just, it's just not all of the scenes. It's just not <laughs> all. Of it. Yeah, like I and mean, there were parts in this that were pretty all right. There were parts of this that were pretty good. But all of it I can't, and together yeah, was, all of it together was like this like amalgamation. I don't want to say it's of, bland and and tasteless. I don't want to say that, but it was very yeah. like it's just it's not for me. Very out there. Very yeah. It was extremely strange. I mean, which all the all the comments that Homeboy uh, Danger Boy gave <laughs> reading. Um, they're all from 2005, and they're all. It sounded like they were all praising the show, praising, and and they were um, because of the deep artists, philosophical uh, meanings of of everything. And yeah, know. and they they were. It seemed like they were pretty big into art house, or they were just they're artists for the sake of being artists, which I don't like. I don't like those kinds of people. I Juan wants them to tell us something to for a reason. Right. And I feel like they, they were trying to make that, like the original concept was fine in and of itself, and mm. then they were asked to make this sh- the series, the uh, you know and, the thirty minute long series. And it was such a mishmash of like and they just ideas. kind of like they wanted to do too much, and what they cut out and left in didn't mesh together well, and it was just yeah. like this. Um, amalgamation of 
just sexuality and fetishes and you know yeah. cuckolding with a little bit of philosophy thrown in there just for fun because it, i mean it kind of pertains to the actual <laughs> like what's going on it was a series but, of events that happened but which, none of them really pertain to one another and yeah really it's matter, it's episodic yeah which is funny because um one of the comments was ragging on anime and and the guy called it manga yeah <laughs> But, uh, and he was like, he was like, manga is all it is is just sex and, and, and uh, gore. Oh yeah, I remember but, that. But Aeon <laughs> Flux is great. It's blah blah it's blah. It's philosophical. Philosophical. Oh my god. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny Trevor the fact that a lot of his things, the things that he said, sounded cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they meant anything, you know, I mean, they did. <laughs> I think they were internal monologues. They, That's what it they was. They were like, yeah, like. A lot of shit that, like, you say on the inside of your head, it sounds cool, but it's the kind of shit you shouldn't say out loud because someone will immediately go, like, you're fucking stupid. Yes, let me quote you. Hold on. Let me me look up the book you took this from real quick. Yeah, (laughs) like, that kind of shit. Like, it's shit that's best left inside. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Zero and infinity are the value of the same number, Mike. Like, <laughs> how do I put this? Like, I, I don't want to say that this is a pretentious show, but no, I, I like, will I say that this is a pretentious show. I can't say because that it is it. Like, it, it's so fucking because the creators themselves, the random philosophical see, quotes and the. See, I'm not gonna say it's a pretentious show. I'm gonna say that the viewers turned it into a pretentious show. No, Mike. I know Juan. Listen, I listened to some of the commentary. Let me, I have this quote written down. Let me read it for you. It says, even this is pertaining to uh, oh, the creator talking to M- talking to, uh, talking about MTV and them trying to make the series. They said, despite their reservation with the highbrow content, they didn't make the decision to produce. I mean, they did make the, 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 yeah, the decision to produce this in a half hour based on the script. So basically, they and they kept referring to the show as highbrow. In, <sighs> I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it's highbrow so much as nonsensical in in some points and stuff. Like it felt like shit was happening just to happen, and they're like, "Oh, but look well, at the symbolism." That's corrected. Because I always, I always saw this show as um, avant-less like, as an avant-garde piece. Avant-garde and nothing has any meaning. It's absurdism, and but everyone else just ate it up and it, they thought of it as very thought-provoking. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people think of this as very thought-provoking, and I mean, good for them. And I, I can see in the early '90s, mid '90s, whenever this was out, uh, why people would see it like that because what you're exposed to in American animation and especially adult American animation is pretty like pretty garbage just shitty like dude crappy. drinking adulthood is bad i'm really depressed just, and let me smoke weed <laughs> and parties and i would say like you know maybe they just thought that this was a good like they had a rose-colored glasses on with this because mm-hmm. it was animated and they didn't expect you know it to be dramatic but i can't say that because i've watched daria and even though, like, most of the drama in there is just high school bullshit, mm-hmm. uh, it's still, like, a decent drama in comparison to yeah. this show. 
Yeah, and, and Darius does it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's mostly a high school drama, yeah. but still. And now that we're exposed to a bunch of other, you know, foreign animation, uh, mm-hmm. you can you're exposed to a lot better drama than what this was before. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe those people were like, you know, for a cartoon, this is really good, as opposed to being, but you know, yes, but you know, towards the end of the '90s, I will say, really good show, like as far as like adulthood and goes and stuff like that, was Mission Hill. Mission Hill is all right. I liked it. Yeah, I feel like it was I mean, a lot better than like your typical. Like uh, like adult like cartoon humor kind yeah, of thing. Like I mean, I, that, and I feel I like MTV's know. Downtown was also pretty alright. Yeah. I made fun watch it. I liked yeah, it. I I liked it. I really really liked it. It's all it's in a it's in a similar like um, I don't Venus. I don't want to say artist uh, avant garde vein as this, but it's like it's styled in like a very nineties way, and it's very, very 90s. um abstract. Yeah, but times. it's not—it's not abstract where it's alienating. It's—it's it's yeah. abstract as in the the, the storytelling. The, the the animation yeah. is abstract as opposed to yeah, the storytelling. It's relatable. Yeah, they're just conversations basically. Yeah, that—that's what they really are. But um, that—that's one thing I want to go back to with the influx. That's one thing that kind of freaks me out about about these kinds of shows, where it's like in the far future and. Everything that they do is so alienating and like I can't relate. Like it for some reason stuff like that weirds me out. Like like what do they do for entertainment? Like how do like what do they do for work or you know what they what do they do to go out and eat and, and socialize? Things like that. Like I if I don't see that, um at least part of like in the background, it weirds me out because I only think of this as just they they exist for the sake of existing. You so just you, you wanted you want the uh, the world to be built around it as opposed to he, it he just wants, being, right. uh, want enjoys world building. Right, yeah. even if it's just in the background, if if you can see stores or people eating like that. And I mean, they that grounds it. They build they build the world, but only for the specific episode that they needed to be built, and right. the rest of it's just kind of like there, which is fine. You know, this is an episodic series mm-hmm. so you know whatever how do you guys feel about the ending like <laughs> i uh we were watching it in a group and i said oh look it's sex aliens and then turns out it was sex aliens but we were the sex aliens. <laughs> i mean we, we were, were the, the sex, sex aliens, aliens all along and the actual aliens were like whoa what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> too lewd oh no <laughs> he had blushing. he's like this is disgusting <laughs> and then it and just then, ends as adam and, and then, eve and, and then Aeon destroyed humanity, humanity because <laughs> turns out she was asleep for like 5,000 years, 3,000 years. Yeah, so too long. And Trevor evolved. was like, we're gods now, but you just killed half of the people. So, so you know, but they didn't <laughs> look like the Mike evolution. Like That's how it works. Turns out <laughs> we already evolved into that. St- I mean, they might have been in a different planet and, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. It's fine. There's a similar. I, I like the second to last episode. There's there's a similar concept to this in a new in a, in an anime that's actually airing currently. Um, 
I mean, you can say I'm shilling if you want to, but uh, it's I'll called it. uh, Planet With. Oh, shill, yeah. shill, shill. Uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, Juan, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, especially with like the most recent episode, like uh, it feels like similar in that sense that uh, like it's like uh, different planets that grew up with the same like uh, genetic Human. code because apparently yeah. humanity is like a very common like template for uh, <laughs> several worlds and stuff and so essentially yeah essentially like there's one planet that uh, that grows up and uh they you know they're as humans and uh they uh develop psychic abilities and uh immediately upon awakening they're like hey we're really powerful let's go fuck with those guys over there and so they start fucking with the other people who haven't awakened yet and uh shit happens and they get uh they get fucking extincted and uh, then, you know, Earth or whatever, Earth is starting to awaken and they're like, oh, no, we, we might have to kill them, too. And I was like, this is a pretty decent show. Yeah. It has Vor and cats. It has yeah. Vor cats and Vor dogs. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's like twice the animals than I expected. <laughs> and one of them is voiced by, uh, by the famous voice actor, uh, Wakamoto mm-hmm. Norio. The, the the man that voiced uh, Perfect Cell in uh, Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball Z in the Japanese dub. Mm. But uh, as Juan was saying, the second episode. The second to last episode. Second to last episode. Yes, the second. Like yeah. the pic- the I like episode? it because... Like, yeah, where, where they go back in time. Where, where when uh, Aeon Flux becomes uh, Peggy Hill. Yeah. See, I, and I liked it because it went back to something that I understood. <laughs> I, <laughs> and it went back in time, and the, the kid was playing baseball. And I thought it was fine. You know, it's just whatever. Yeah. I see that that looks that feels like that would have been the ending. And it feels yeah. It kind of felt like it was supposed to be the ending, and then the actual ending was just them jumping the shark and just kind of. Going for a big old allegory for, uh, I don't know, creationism. Yeah. Evolution, creationism, evolution, uh, fucking, uh, sex in general, like most of the show. Yeah. But little do they know, they shit the bed. Eh, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. In this, I mean, i <laughs> I'm not typically the kind of person that enjoys the so bad it's good stuff. But man, you should probably watch Aeon Flux. <laughs> it's a very interesting show. Now, if you want to talk about it so bad, it's nah. You know, it wasn't even good. A lot of people will say it's good though. Um, fucking Valve Rave or Valve Rape, as mm. uh, a lot of people tend to call it. That is one show that's like, oh, it's so bad, it's good. It's a train wreck. You should watch. Do not fucking watch Valve Rave. If you have any semblance of taste. Uh, so you're saying I mean, my my next. taste is pretty. My taste <laughs> is pretty bad too. But I could not sit through that shit. Like, that was so unapologetically fucking awful. And it just got worse and worse. And then other people are like, oh, you didn't watch it? Well, let me tell you what happened. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, why? Why is it still going? But goddamn, if those mech designs weren't fucking sexy. <laughs> like, I love the mech designs for that. And I would buy the models that you can buy for the mechs if they weren't, like, completely uncolored and I didn't lack any and all creative ability with uh <laughs> with like art- artistic ability rather I-, I i can't paint for shit so i'm gonna just uh, leave those alone but good mechs 
awful everything else. <laughs> All right, Just watching drunk. We'll do it. But what are you going to tell the people when they yell at you and tell you that you're a prude for not liking Aeon Flux, Mike? I'll tell them they can go fuck themselves. Ah. Because, uh, because, uh, I, I mean, how do I put it? It was just very like all the sexualism was like gro like it was presented in a very grotesque manner, and like I don't know if like they were like trying to go with like oh yeah like this is sexy like you know, unironically, but the way it was presented in my opinion was in a in a way of going like uh, in a way of making it not attractive. They're, they just made but, it unappealing. I mean, maybe their intention was yeah like it was very unappealing. Like I just I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get off to this kind of thing. I, but it wasn't like, oh, I have to look away like the alien did. <laughs> and I would say that they're playing with the, you know, like you said, they might have been doing it on purpose. They were playing with the idea of sex and making a very, you know, very um, something that you want and something that you see as one way and making it another way. But I mean... Mm-hmm. It's just there. They just I feel yeah. like they just do it for the sake of doing it. I mean like I'm, I I don't know if you remember it was in one of the shorts where the guy's in the um he's in the the I'm assuming library or something and uh, he's looking at magazines and one of them was literally just Yeah, Aeon, yeah, it was Aeon. It was a uh, the pilot. It was Aeon. It was a pilot. It was Aeon on the bed oh, and it was okay. a room that they burnt. And yeah. it was like, "Oh, look at that. She was a foot fetish." It's it's this the fucking problem with Amer- with adult animation in America. They're just it's like probably creators that don't have an outlet to do like the weird shit that they want. So whenever they get a chance to do something weird and something like overly sexual or overly gory, they just go for it and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I I can't <laughs> do this anywhere else. I'll just do it here." But that just ruins the, the show itself as opposed to like as opposed to it being a flavor that accents the show, yeah. it becomes a cockroach so that support. makes it's me want to It's kind of like how when Dan Schneider has like the children, <laughs> you know, fucking pouring doing ketchup some weird on their, shit feet. With their feet. Yeah, like or like like licking their own toes and stuff like that. You see, that's that's that kind of thing. It just takes you out and it makes you like question the creator himself, and you're like, what? the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I mean, it's cool. You know, you like feet. That's whatever. That's your own thing. Don't be pushing that into TV shows and shit that has nothing to do with that. Like, if the show is called, like, fucking Feetsies or something like that, I fucking <laughs> understand. But, like, like it, if it has nothing to do with this, I mean, you know, don't fucking do that. That's fucking weird. I want to watch Feetsies. <laughs> Please don't. I don't. I, I really hope that isn't a thing. I mean, I'll make sure to to link Feetsies to you. Okay. Uh, no, there's just something oh. else that I happen to watch. That. Oh. That. Yeah, I think I saw some of that. Yeah, a podcaster that I, that I listened to a while ago had been advocating um, his dislike of Dan Schneider for years. And then it, it came, you know, then he got fired and this happened and then, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aeon Flux. 
Uh, I thought I thought I would have a lot more questions to say about it, but really, it's more of a I don't know. You gotta watch to understand. Uh, and I mean, you could maybe say that we didn't understand the show because it's so deep and there's a hidden meaning and the storytelling just drops was, you in in or, the middle of everything. Or it was this or maybe, Rick and Morty. Or maybe, maybe we didn't understand it because uh, it's fucking nonsensical and there was so much shit that just I mean, it had no reason to be there other than to be there. I, it's like, like you said, uh, it had no reason to... I'm not going to say it's nonsensical because it made sense. It's just that it's stupid. And, yeah. And, I mean, I like I like the show, kind of. But I don't like it in the way that I think it's a good show. But I will I'd tell people that they should maybe watch it. Just to, I mean, just I, to, like, I gave see. it a watch. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy some parts and stuff. And I'm not going to say that, like, you know, I, I turn... I was, like, ready to turn away from it or anything. It's just it was very... Very strange. So very strange. Yeah. My kind of strange. It's fucking liquid television kind of strange. Yeah. Oh. Uh, are, do you want to talk about the one episode liquid television? I, mean, I guess we could touch on it. I, it's just... I mean, you it's, know, It's, it's also no, nonsensical. It, it's nonsensical. It's exactly what you'd expect from a 90s animation block. Um, except that there are actually like live action portions in it with what I'm yeah. assu- what apparently were uh, men in drag, which Juan and I assumed were porn stars to begin with. Yeah, we thought were porn stars, but they were actually guys. I was like, wow, that they did a good job. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Or you know, maybe <laughs> maybe they were trans. Who knows? But you know, yeah, whatever they were, they did a good job. And that was the only good episode on that DVD. And on that, it was. That was the only entertaining one. Everything else was just quick cut. Um, uh, what's the word? Quick cut. Uh, just trying to be humorous by being weird as Perfect. opposed to actually being funny. And yeah. also being strange for the sake of being strange. Just because, uh, you know, to as an outlet i'm sure because nobody else nobody else is going to make you let give you money and be like do something yeah and if i mean if i had that money and i could do some weird ass shit i'd be like fuck yeah i'm gonna make this fucking weird shit just you wait everyone's gonna fucking hate it but i'm gonna love it because it's gonna be so different yeah i yeah that was the thing too wasn't it huh wasn't it that um wasn't the whole point of liquid television is just to throw out stuff just for the sake of doing it? I don't exactly know what the point of liquid television is, but it I, was experimental. It was experimental, but I mean, Aeon Flux came out of it. Um, technically, Office Space came out of it because there were a few shorts called Milton or something like that, uh, you know, relating to that one character in Office Space that were mm. literally just. Uh, scenes that Mike Judge ended up using in Office Space because this is uh, Liquid Television was basically where he uh, showed off the movie, kinda mm-hmm. like the idea for the movie at least. And yeah. uh, Beavis and Butthead also came out yeah. from Liquid Television. And from there, King of the Hill, and also Daria. Uh, I don't know if Daria came out in Liquid TV. No, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Oh yeah, she came out of Beavis and Butthead. I always thought it was weird whenever she'd show up and I'd be like, why is Daria on Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> why 
is Hank Hill the neighbor? Why is Hank dude? Hill the neighbor like, guy? Why is he so fucking strange and always angry? Why is he like the first episode of King of the Hill and not the rest of King of the Hill? <laughs> Why the fuck do I hate Hank Hill so much in the fucking first? No, I don't hate Hank Hill. I hate his family and everyone around him in the first episode. As opposed his to- family was very like hard to like for a long time. Not a long time, but a good Enough while. Enough of a time and to then, be like. And then Bobby became all right, and yeah. then it was just Peggy. And it's still Peggy just stayed Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> yeah, Peggy stayed not likable. <laughs> I mean, everyone else kind of redeemed themselves mostly. Mostly, and then they they made you happy by having Peggy break every bone in her body, and you know whatever. Like, there you go. There you go. Are you happy now? And then, and then there's Bill, but I mean, Bill's Bill. Bill's I mean, Bill could have been. I don't know. Could have been better. Been better. Boomhauer. Been not terrible. Top tier. Boomhauer's. He's great. Nothing wrong with Boomhauer. Dale. Uh, he's not S tier, but you know, maybe he's B plus tier. B plus to to you know barely A. Barely A. Uh, John Redcorn, A tier. I I like John Redcorn um, because I hated him. Like, like I, he... I hated him as a person, but I love his character. And then, he and then he, uh, he's, he's gone. somewhere in Del Rio, but he can't come to <laughs> anymore because uh, the cops are onto him. Cool. Have I have I talked about this on you, here? No, you should, not, here, not here, but you did mention it. Okay, us. so essentially, the voice actor for John Redcorn has been visiting our hometown for a while. Now. Also, the uh, and, um, actor in the claim show Parks and Recreation. Yeah, and anyway, I um he used to go to a restaurant that I worked for. Um, I'm not gonna name it, but uh, he used You're to go to a restaurant all the time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Nune, Nune, I need you to edit that out, Nune. <laughs> I need you to edit that out, Nui. I'll make sure to edit that out. We don't need people going to, to there. To there. <laughs> to there. Anyway, um, so I, this restaurant, he used to frequent this restaurant I was working for like a year or two, or well, a few months ago, but like he stopped showing quite a while ago. But anyway, he was going there like every day, all the time. And um, he was always like studying and stuff. And I talked to him and like, uh, like, cause when he first showed up, like the first few days, I was like, that fucking i was like nah i can't be and then my boss was like michael is that fucking i was like it is isn't it he's like it's it's fucking john (laughs) and so yeah like i talked to him i was like sir i'm like i'm really sorry to bother you but i was like are you are you john redcord (laughs) are you john redcord and he's like yeah i was like what the fuck and he's like yeah i was like holy shit and he's like you want an autograph i was like nah i'm cool he's like all right you ever want one just let me know i was like all right cool (laughs) anyway um he he kept going there whatever he was cool you know he just just you know he's by himself but then like girls started reporting that like he was always staring at them and shit and like they're like high school girls and stuff and like they'd be like yeah he's just staring at him through the window yeah what's wrong with that i was like oh yeah anyway uh <laughs> like he started like uh, some of our employees started getting worried because you know there was a bunch of high school students there and like uh she like one of our employees was like he'd always like wind up staring at her and she felt like uncomfortable and stuff and eventually, I guess it came to a head because, like, um, some uh, fuck. What was he? He was doing something. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but like, he was like leaving shit on the ground so that the girls would like bend over. Man, this and, John Redcorn. And he would take like shots and shit. Yeah, and then like eventually the police got tipped off and like he just stopped showing up. But uh, 
But yeah, that was my experience with John Ridley. <laughs> I like um, I like to think that he came over and visited for a Del Rio Comic Con and he just stayed. He just he just stayed. And there. He just stayed. He's like, well, I'm gonna live here now. Yeah, I'm just gonna live. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, like I don't know. Like he was cool. Like you know. But then that started happening, and I was like, oh shit. And yeah, eventually he just stopped showing up because I'm assuming the police were like, he can't be. <laughs> Or either that, or he just didn't want to confront the police. But regardless, that was a, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> that was my uh, my my short experience with uh, John Redcorn and his perversions. Aeon Flux. Aeon <laughs> Flux. Uh, so I don't know, Mike. I don't know, Juan. Would you tell people to watch this? Uh, yeah, I tell them. I like, I tell hey, them if they want to see construction lines because they too want to draw. And uh, they just want to get inspiration, yeah. But if uh, if they're pretentious, I'll be like, uh, I don't want to hear you talk about it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I man. recommend it to you, but don't ever <laughs> talk to me about it ever again. <laughs> and I would, um, but yeah, like I don't know. I I tell people to watch it, but it's not like you know, and really high on my list. Yeah, and I tell people to mostly watch the shorts if they want to get like what's cool about Aeon Flux. Yeah. Just the style and the animation mostly and the fluidity of it. And then uh if they really want to get into it, I guess I'll be like, Well, I guess you could watch the you know the twenty two minute episodes. But don't expect to understand it. I you could understand it. It's just no there's just I mean <laughs> There's nothing to understand. There's nothing to it. Just you know uh sex is good. Uh, sometimes there to get to a means to an end, you have to do bad things, and uh, you know, uh, what's the word? The lesser of two evils doesn't make the evils better. Bah. Oh, Basically. and innuendos have to be pretty heavy-handed. And <laughs> one of the episodes, in one of the interviews. They were talking about how hidden the innuendos were that they were surprised <laughs> that it got that they were so hidden that it got past even the censors to which everybody in the room laughed. And to think <laughs> that the innuendos were hidden is fucking. I don't know. I'm sure they were hidden maybe to a blind person or <laughs> someone who can't read. Uh, we'll see that I don't know. Maybe they were maybe they were more innocent times back then. Maybe in the nineties, you know, you <laughs> they just didn't understand all, so many sexual references because they were all obviously prudes in their tight pants and their neckties. Well, then again, if the Animaniacs could you know, say that they're fingering prints. I had fingerprints. Mm. Three out of five. Three out of five uh, eyelashes with the fly on it. I give it three Danger Boys. Oh, oh Danger boy! Boys. There we go. Five. God, Danger three boys. Danger Boys out of five. <laughs> and I I give it three Danger Boys too. Yeah. And remember, if you ever see Gabe in the street, ask him if you know. Ask. Are you ready well, for the action now, Danger Boy? Make sure to tap his shoulder now danger boy <laughs> and if you how dare you dare you danger boy and if you want to tell us about how much of a danger boy you are 
You can email us to mbtpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. And on Twitter, Twatters, we are at Magical Broadcasts. Make sure you uh, give us a like on there, Danger Boy. And we'll see you guys in two weeks when we review <laughs> Monster. Review <laughs> Monster. Oh boy. I'm ready for the action now, Danger Boy. <laughs> Say bye, Danger Boys. Bye. bye. <laughs>